Welcome to Markitecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Mike Shields, and I'm here with Mike Wells. She's the CEO of Captify, and Amelia Waddington, she's the Chief Product Officer. Welcome, both of you. Thanks, Mike. I'll let you decide who jumps in here with the big first question, but what does your company do? Yeah, I can I can jump in on that one. I mean, if you, if you sort of zoom out from, from a mission perspective, we want to empower companies to access, understand, and activate consumer intent from the open web on any channel. What that means is, I'll frame it this way. There was a great book by a guy named uh, Seth Stevens Davidowitz. The name of the book was Everybody Lies. And he had access to sort of unfettered access to Google search data. And he did a bunch of analysis compared to surveys and consumer focus groups and found that people lie all the time about what they're thinking or what they're what they're wanting to do or even what they're going to buy or who they're going to vote for to your face or to a survey, but they don't lie to their search bar. He found that through through access to this data, there were a lot of things, presidential elections, results for local interest-based issues that were being voted upon, things like that, where what people said in an interview and what they actually searched for would have been significantly different in terms of the outcome of what you would have thought was going to happen. And so what Captify does is capture real search intent data from over 2 billion devices across 3 million websites globally. And we turn those search intent signals into segments that you can activate programmatically to find an audience for a search intender segment, such as auto intender or home and garden enthusiast. And so in a nutshell, we take search intent data and turn it into audience segments and activate that programmatically for brands. Amelia, maybe we should turn to you here. I want to get more into the product. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Mike covered off broadly. How does it work exactly? Like, can you dive into the, the specifics on, on, the, on the different pieces of the product? Yeah, sure. And, and the way I like to describe our product is three different products, really. So we have our kind of original product, which is identity-based. So historically, that would be third-party cookies. And as we migrate into the cookie-less future, different persistent IDs. And that's really a, a case of, you know, we have seen people search for certain things and we're able to put them in a segment of people who are interested in electric cars or cinema tickets, that kind of thing. Then we have what I call contextual for web. So this product we developed about two years ago actually outperforms the the traditional cookie-based product. And in that, it's much more predictive product. So we take in exactly that same data set that Mike described, but instead of kind of reacting to those data signals, we use them to train models, so AI machine learning models that understand and and learn the relationship between what people are interested in and the content they consume. So then we're then able to target specific websites down to the page level where we think that auto intender or uh, movie enthusiast is likely to be. And then we have a sort of similar product, but for TV, so contextual for TV, Exactly the same flow, but rather than going to a particular website for a display ad, we'll go to a particular episode of a show. So that could be accessed either uh, sort of streaming or obviously sort of addressable in the end too. And this is probably going to differ based on the three different products you just laid out, but where do you get your data? Is this mostly publicly available? Is it through APIs, exclusive partnerships? What does that look like? It's all exclusive partnerships. So it, you know, it does vary, obviously, for the TV product. We need to have viewership data to match up with the search uh-huh. data. You know, people are searching for this and they're watching this, then we know that that relationship's there to build the segment. 
But all of our data partners are sort of private relationships that we that we have that we've spent over a decade on building up that network of partners across the web and, and TV. And again, this is probably going to differ based on the category we're talking about. What what category do you compete in? Are you closer to you know, like a, I don't know, an Experian or a TransUnion, or are you closer to a data warehousing company, a measurement company? Where, where, where should we put you? Yeah, that's interesting. So out of those buckets, I would put us closer to an Experian or a TransUnion, like classic data company. But where I would say we go from those assets, which are very, you know, very robust, built over time, you know, classic demographic data moves quite slowly, Captify, because we have search signals, move quite fast. So that kind of leads into where your question was going around verticals, right? So if you want to know if somebody is in market for a new car or for a holiday or, you know, they're thinking about which university to send their children to, actually, you know, those kind of demographic kind of classic data sets aren't as helpful as what they're actually searching for at the moment. So, yeah, definitely a data company rather than a sort of tech marketing company, but much more real-time... Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv.